Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. magic is like if goop were fun it's like you don't have to go find your path you just have to relax and let your path find you time isn't real math isn't real if you focus on magic you will create magic that's like a 100 john stamos guarantee you really can manifest anything you want vibe higher bitch vibe higher vibe higher bitch vibe higher Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the whole entire planet. I am your host, Megan Granger. (laughs) And today, my guest is my roommate, my friend, health extraordinaire, Ingrid (laughs) Iverson. Hi, Ingi. Hi, Megan. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I wanted you to be a guest this week because... You're the most calming person I've ever met in my entire life. You Mm. are my walking, living, breathing Ambien. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Okay, so let's start with with what you're doing because I'm kind of pumped about it. Okay, so I have a couple. I have two things. Okay. One, me and one of the previous guests, my friend Scott Tajarian, the astrologer. Oh my gosh, so many listeners have, have had sessions with him. He's amazing. He's so brilliant. He's like my personal therapist. Um, He has a newsletter right now called The Weekly Transit where he just sends it out. It pretty much tells you what the fuck you're supposed to do with your life every day, where the planets are, how they're supporting you. Cool. Um, And it's not like it's not like if you're this sign, it's just for everybody. Yeah, it's for everybody. If you want something more personal, he does private readings that are very intense and like tailored to each person's chart. Um. So we're turning that into a podcast. Amazing. Um. So yeah, it's wow. going to be called the Weekly Transit, and that's pretty exciting. That's coming out in a couple weeks, starting in April, I think. So you're just going to release? I'm assuming like Monday. Yes, Mondays. Ah, uh, and the, we'll know every single day what's going on and what yeah. we should do. And, and then I'll be managing the Instagram. So right now he always leaves me these beautiful charts. I write notes, and so every day I've been looking at them, and kind of planning my life around them but now I'm going to be turning them into beautiful little Instagram posts so every day Cute. if you follow you can get like a little reminder of what's happening to plan your life around so there's like daily little reminders and little audio clips to stay in touch number one the shit is real but number two if it wasn't it's still so helpful because he'll be like if you have a serious thing to talk about you should do it Thursday and I'm like oh shit I mean I'd probably just avoid it for longer, but I might as well do it Thursday because Pluto's over here. Yeah, I feel like I definitely feel like it's real. But like you said, even if it's not, all it is is amazing advice that the best therapist would tell you, but it's based around like a schedule. (laughs) So like (laughs) that's exactly what we need. (laughs) It's incredible. So that's my first exciting thing. Okay, that's very exciting. And then I have a retreat coming up. Um, in July, Huge. July 17th through the 19th with my beautiful friend, Jenny, um, we started something called Wild Luna Magic. <sighs> it is going to be retreats a few times a year. She's an incredible yoga teacher. Um, she's been doing it for like 10 years. She's amazing. Yeah, you said that her combinations or something. I don't oh, know much she, about yoga, but she used to do dance and mm. I think maybe cheer when she was younger. 
So she has a way of like choreographing your yoga flow that I've never experienced. I've taken tons of classes and she just has such a beautiful way of simplifying it almost. Yeah. And making it really fun and different. And I've never really felt like that in a class where I feel like I learned like a different order of uh, poses that became fun for me. Like I took a couple things from her. I went to one of her retreats and I took like a couple of like, Oh, is that how you met her? No, I met her. We both worked at a bar in San Diego, actually. Oh, of just course you guys did. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We that's would, such a funny evolution. We would party our asses off. Then we would go and cook beautiful meals together and go to yoga. Well, I was going to say, Jenny's not here to talk you up. Like, you just talked her up. So I'll talk you up. You're going to be doing the cooking. Yes. Every single person in my life says the best meal they've ever had is by you. Oh. Very stupid. You are... A phenomenal chef and it's going to be vegan food and you guys are going to be on the ocean and what part of Mexico? Uh, Rosarito. So if anybody wants to go and check out more information, you go to wildlunamagic.com. Yes. Yeah. And you can go to the Instagram. It's the same thing. Wild Magic Luna. And yeah, we'll have amazing, super healthy food for the weekend. Everything's included. It's an amazing place right on the beach. Incredible Uh, views. I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to, I'm going to pull, pull gonna, something out of it. My what ass. else, what else are we going to do? We're going to do a cacao ceremony, which is really special. It's very heart opening. Ugh, um, we're suck. all planning it around whatever's happening in the stars. Scott's <gasps> going over it with me. Cute. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of room for transformation and then a lot of space also to kind of just integrate and enjoy the space. And, and so this is kind of, uh, just really fun being able to tailor something that I think will be just perfect for everybody. Ah, uh, it's so exciting. It looks like it's going to be beautiful. So I can't wait. Wee! On this episode, we're going to just get into some magical things that are happening in our lives right now and a book that I'm reading that I want to share some of the knowledge I'm getting out of it. So it's called Becoming Supernatural. It's by Dr. Joe Dispenzia. And usually I'm like, ugh, Dr. Joe Dispenzia is so boring. Because <laughs> his name is Joe or because there's a doctor? A doctor, ugh. then the Joe, then it's just like, oh, where's your wand? I just want... Like Doreen Virtue. And, you only want sparkles. Yeah, and, and like angel wings with just <laughs> crazy eye makeup. Like that's all I want from my healers. So I've been really resistant to him. Whatever. Cut to now. He makes some amazing points. He's really into science. He uh, He's really into science. He's a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's run all these amazing experiments. First thing that blew my mind is realizing that we are chemically completely addicted to our negative emotions and if we don't feel them it our brain feels like it's withdrawing from a chemical because it's so used to having this emotion I mean I guess that is an addiction right so somehow that really hit home for me because there's always this weird like kind of sick, sad, heavy feeling I've experienced since I was little. And I'll get triggered to feel it all the time in my adult life that's lovely and amazing. But I'm like, oh, I'm just fucking addicted to it. This just, I feel like I just had like a a memory of like a healing I got that I think fixed this for me in a lot of ways. Wait, this is the healing with Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, the where she walks you through. Yeah, it's some 
somatic trauma therapy. Okay, what? Tell me more because maybe I need to do this. Um, so basically, in the beginning of your session, you have maybe like a 10 minute talk therapy just about what subject you want to focus on. Maybe not the specific trauma, but the emotion that it evokes in you mm. um, that you want to get rid of. So I think mine was sadness. And then she walks you through this like guided meditation and does this kind of like a very light massage technique on you while you replay these emotions in your mind and all the times that they've happened. Mm -hmm. But she puts you into this really relaxed state. So it's supposed to help you relive some of those trauma emotions, but in like a whatever theta waves. Right. Whatever those super relaxed waves you get when you're meditating. And kind it's of supposed process to, them yeah, it's supposed to rewire your um your brain to kind of like erase those negative emotion pathways. I bet it absolutely works because that's kind of what he's saying too. He's um you know of course highly suggesting meditation, mm. and he says he meditates for two hours a day. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, he was like, I just want to make sure that I'm not rushing it and that I get into the zone where I'm absolutely no one. Mm-hmm. And nothing, because once you're there, you're able to do what you just said. Like these energy patterns in your brain have a second of you not chronically <laughs> using them, and they can like break apart very quickly if only you can get to the spot where you're not where you're not thinking and tightening and being you. Essentially, yeah, I mean, I totally believe that. I feel like maybe that's what happened to me there. Yeah, I had a, just a bunch of baggage from my past a lot to do with my parents <clears throat> and I was I didn't want this emotion but I could not get rid of it yeah, it was lingering my literally my entire life my whole childhood wow. I couldn't shake it and now I feel like I rarely like I, experience it no I even when the like the subject matter that's like super triggering for it comes up I doesn't ever feel the same wow like I don't think I've cried about it since or had that like kind of like welling emotion in the middle of your chest like almost like you said like a sick Mm -hmm. feeling yeah my earliest memory I think of it is like third grade fourth grade getting driven to school it was winter so it was like pitch blackout because we had to leave so early and we were living in these like weird apartments because we were building a house and it was out in the middle of nowhere and so we left and it's like seven o'clock in the morning and it's freezing and we just passed this like little hut filled with men drinking coffee, getting ready to do their day. And I was, this isn't what brought the feeling on, but it's the first time I remember feeling like, oh, this feeling sucks because it hit me so hard in that moment where I was just like, I can't do this. Like, what was it about the moment? I don't know. But it was just like, oh, this is awful you just didn't want to go to school I didn't want to go to school I didn't want to be an adult who had to stand up in the fucking darkness and the cold and drink coffee and I was just like this is gonna be a long road you know what I mean were you drinking coffee oh you (laughs) saw saw them drinking coffee um (laughs) I was like you're small to be drinking coffee I'm like just barely now drinking coffee and I'm still like sugar half and half it's like barely (laughs) coffee uh but yeah that's really interesting I didn't know that that helped you process out that emotion because I can't get rid of it I like try to focus all my attention on it to break it up and move it and it's just like no I think sometimes we just need a little bit of outside help I feel like any sort of healings at least that I've had all kinds of different ones have really 
help me move things that I wasn't able to move myself. What's the most powerful healing you've ever had? Probably that one with Bobby Jones. The and one you were just talking about? Yeah, I had that and in the same month or maybe in the same two week period as I went to see this woman, um, Dr. Christine Sirago. Okay. I saw her in that same like month and she is a naturopath. So mostly she does like wellness healing based around nutrition kind of, but hers is all comes from the heart and she like believes that if you follow your heart basically you can um like heal yourself wow i don't know what happened in the session i wasn't expecting anything that really happened there but somehow i talked about so much baggage that came up in such a short amount of time and she's like really direct and not in a cold way in like a really warm way I felt like a lot of the sadness was like something horrible is going to happen to my family. Like someone is going to die or like kill themselves. And it's like so depressing. And I just always feel sick that they're never going to be happy and something awful is going to happen because oh, of it. Oh, that's so heavy. And I always felt like I could somehow change the course of the events if I was there more. And then I'd feel really, really guilty. Like if I wasn't helping enough or being present enough in their life. So I just constantly either felt a panic for them or just a guilt if I wasn't there fun perfect <laughs> truly awful <laughs> so wait she does like nutrition stuff but mm -hmm. she she uses the intuition around your heart to kind of yeah she I don't know she just heals everything I feel like between that and my other session and something shifted in me so deeply that I that feeling went away wow I'm gonna and try to just copy your exact month uh, it, it was crazy <laughs> but she she also had like this biofeedback machine I've never done one of those and it reads your energy I think through your hand and then this I didn't know this before I went in I just thought it was like to tell you your health issues because I was having health issues is why I went nothing mm. to do with my actual psyche um and she told me the reading which is just a machine that reads your cells it gives you like 10 mantras that you should tell yourself to like Ooh. move forward oh my god booking it was so spot on it also tells you your health issues but the ones that were um the mantras were all about your personal life wow. i was like what the fuck is going on is this a mind reading machine i couldn't believe wow. it i'll have to show them to you but do you remember any of them uh one of them was i celebrate my uniqueness i'm ready for a powerful intimate relationship now i don't have the others there was like another note in here and she prescribed me some uh, homeopathic those little crystal things that you buy yes um and one of them was for like releasing grief I remember you saying that you got really healthy once and I think this is a pattern so many people do you got super healthy you were seeing these people you were moving through shit you were doing yoga all the time and then something in you got a little bit scared or something and you just went off yeah all of the stuff yeah, I was on this path for a couple of months, like religiously going to Kundalini all the time and yeah, seeing doctors and being like extra health conscious and just exercising and honestly can't even remember the moment it happened. It was like none of that happened. All of a sudden I forgot everything. Yeah. Forgot all my tools and just started like walking around blindly. It's so the ego is such a little sneaky. <laughs> it's so sneaky. Like, yeah, I didn't even I you didn't don't even know, know what you're happened. doing it. Yeah. And I, then you look back and you're like, wait, how did I get here? What the fuck? Where did all of my good shit go? And why did I fall off? How did I? How? It's really interesting because in the program I'm doing, the Stop Drinking, they have this whole 
list of things you need to do in a day to kind of get yourself back into sanity. And then the next day, just the way that they're putting it is like you're going to forget it all and you have to start all over. Like every day you have to start over knowing that your ego's like a little always going to come back. Yeah, it's like a little evil Halloween thing. And it's like, hi, I can go to sleep completely understanding the nature of the universe (laughs) and wake up and be like, so dumb. I feel like they call so many things a practice, but it truly is. It is a practice because if you don't do it for a day or two days or three days, then it just like completely can fall out of it and forget all of your amazing like insights and strength and composure (laughs) bye i might have had a full meltdown today maybe i need oh yeah you had a hard day today there's something weird in the stars two ex-boyfriends texted me all day yesterday one of them posted a picture of me saying i started the coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) and then today another ex oh my god i'm just like come on guys Come on, universe. Come on. I call the universe guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Enough. Let's go. I'm about to be off alcohol and Ambien for a year and two weeks. Can you believe that? I I totally believe it. That's so incredible, Megan. A year. So once that year is up, I'm going to have to rejoin all the dating sites. No way. I yes. So... We'll see how this goes. You guys are definitely going to be getting some more interesting juice as I (laughs) wade my way through the men of Los Angeles once again. Sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Didn't I make that sound so tempting? So here's what else is interesting to me. Oh, yeah. We really haven't delved into that book yet. Oh, we uh, but in our own way, we have. Okay. Okay. I do that. um, The point that you brought up at the beginning from that book. Mm. Uh, I feel like I can easily see that in others more easily than I can see it in myself. Right. When you brought that up, I'm like, oh, I can see how my dad is so addicted. Like if one thing isn't like irritating him, like some other thing will like he's always picking, you know. Yeah. It says you'll like pick friends and you'll pick spouses and you'll pick whatever to help you unconsciously trigger God. These things that release this emotion. Damn it. I know. Stupid. It's dumb. I feel like I'm having a hard time thinking about it in myself. Maybe you can maybe you can oh, tell me. Oh my what... god, that's so funny. We start a huge fight on a podcast. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, well, here's where you're negative. No. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know with you. Um maybe we can delve into that later. Yeah, maybe we can do a little breathing exercise later and figure that shit out. Breathe it out. Breathe it out. Um, then what else interested me was that you need to pull your energy back from everybody and everything in the world. Like you just have all these cords and all this shit and 24 hours a day, you don't even know you're doing it, but it, it, they're just soaking up energy. And so if you pull them back in meditation and like direct them into yourself, then you're suddenly in that space again where you can experience newness. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, okay. And this is this is the most interesting thing and it's basically the point of the book, but it's like, if you don't do this, you will not experience anything new ever. You're just going to repeat the past because that's your ego. That's where you're living from. You cannot 
imagine a new fresh future from your ego because it just is going to make everything be exactly the same always okay get rid of it I want it I want want the newness yeah so he's like you literally have to be in the space where you are not you where you are not thinking and your inner being has to like have a second with the floor (laughs) you know like have its moment on the floor to like reorganize some shit without you trying to oh my gosh I just had this kind of visual of that where it's like we're always around people all the time and we can we know that those anyone can kind of uh deplete our energy yeah and then sometimes we need time alone to recharge and like you said like draw our energy back to ourselves and kind of like clean our space and feel grounded yeah but then even within ourself like meditation is like taking a break from from our fucking self right so annoying yes just yeah sabotaging and all kinds of garbage oh my god do you want to know my new fucking favorite mantra and if i think it enough times i start getting like really like (laughs) whoa god or the universe i'm just gonna say god god is more powerful than my saboteur it blows my mind you you gave me an, another one just the other day that I really liked that was kind of blowing my mind. Oh, it was really was simple, it? but um Oh, I, no more do, no less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's another thing that I was journaling and I was just like, "Oh, no more no less." And that also is being like really trippy to me. It just feels like yes, a lot of the time I feel like the tendency is like you have to do more, you have to do more, you have to do more. So you can't ever be happy. Exactly. Like just what in this moment do I need to be doing? And I think also we think of the future sometimes and being like, and then I'll need $10 billion (laughs) and this person and that person and everything like whatever. And it's just like, no, you just need what you need. So no more, no less. You already have, you already have it. Yeah. The moment moment mm -hmm. is here. Scott always says everyone is in their own personal hell ah so i don't remember how that related to anything but it was something to do with the fucking book (laughs) (laughs) damn it wait Uh, it was important fuck i will also add that uh dr joe dispensia has a uh youtube channel and he has this meditation that he does if you just type in like joe dispensia 40 minute meditation I think it's something around there and he talks you through this really cool thing where first you like focus on the space between your eyes then you focus on the space between your temples and the space around your neck and he he walks you through all of this stuff and then the space in your room then the space of like space and you start to kind of get out of your body it's really cool um I love that I mean no ill will towards this Joe I love you and I can't wait to work with you someday. He sounds like a like a Muppet. A Muppet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's really cute. Oh, my God. Also in this book, he tells a story about how he was researching the third eye. Have I told you about this yet? I don't know. I don't. He was so. researching the third eye, and so he was really curious about it. And that night, he was exhausted, so he sat down in front of the fire, and he was just kind of, like, gazing at it, like, drifting away not thinking about anything and he suddenly snapped into a really deep meditation and he saw this like opening mouth release all this how did he put it it was like smoke rings of something and he realized he was seeing his pineal gland like opening Whoa! and then he was out of his body went outside saw himself cleaning the dishes from like 30 minutes earlier 
went back in time and saw himself put down the, and he was like watching himself, saw himself put down a dish and look out the window, like peering around. And he remembered doing that for real. Cause he could sense himself in the future, looking at him in the past. Whoa. I have chills. Right. A few like scientists out there that are doing more studies about meditation in this whole world. And I feel like, of course we can read all the, people who already believe in this stuff yeah. makes it so much easier but when you're really reading it from like a science point of view it just make makes it that much more powerful that like science science is real like you can't argue with it there's proof that it changes our brain chemistry and it is it's so powerful and can just change the way we feel and think and yeah i and it's something i resist doing every day <laughs> like my way that I get in my way with meditation is that I will think it only counts if I do it so long that I never have enough time to do it. That's exactly that's exactly what I do. Really? Like, I need to do it for 30 minutes or then it means nothing. Right. We but, just need to say 10 minutes. Yeah. Last. Well, again, when I was having one of those periods of time where I was doing something all the time yes. last summer when we were first kind of moved in here, I did that like Kundalini challenge. Yeah, And it was like did. a 10 minute meditation every day I swear to god it changed my life I also swear to god I forgot everything (laughs) (laughs) like six months later I feel like my I got brainwashed out of all of the like I still know the things I learned but they're yeah but it's different to it's different to know something like I still know it in the morning when I wake up I'm like yeah the universe is this and this and this but it's different to like know it yeah to like feel yeah to not even have the other thoughts there you just are living in a, a different space. Yeah, just being able to check in with check in with yourself every day for just a short amount of time, just really and then transcending that self. Try to experience one new situation. Yeah. Because I want it. if you're an adult, you haven't. Yeah, it's really hard. I feel like only every once in a while, like when I feel like when I'm traveling and there's a truly a new situation, like a new building, a new place, a new person that you've never been yep. around and every time I experience something like new in that sense, I'm like reminded, I'm like, I need new things all the time where I feel like shit. Like, yeah. why don't I do new stuff more often? Like you forget that how magical actually experiencing something new can like make you feel more human and more excited and more like alive. <sighs> Man, we've got a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> we've got our work cut out for us, Megan. Stop thinking for 10 minutes a day. Well, how are we gonna how do- am I going to do that? It's just interesting how, how hard your brain will fight you and be like, I can't stop thinking for 10 minutes. You need me. And you're like, no, oh, you're going to be so much better if I just don't. And it's the best thing that you could possibly do. No, it's not. This is my brain and my yeah. ego talking to each other. It's so true. It's a really dumb conversation. And then I feel like even looking at other people, it's so easy to suggest that you're like, all you need is this and you'd feel so much better. Oh. And then, of course, I'm not doing it yourself. Doing yeah in my I, the times either I'm feeling in a really good place and I'm just doing it all the time naturally because I feel good or I'm in a really bad place and then I'll be like okay I have to meditate because I'm dying or I feel sick like a physical ailment or like a mental breakdown will bring on about of religious meditating right but all the in-between stuff is so hard for me and it's uh. like kind of the most uncomfortable I can always find some sort of well, weird it's m- the most uncomfortable because it's the most of the time <laughs> i mean in those dark places somehow i can somehow somehow i can somehow 
somehow I can somehow somehow make it through. No, somehow I can find like beauty and lessons and connect, be feeling connected, even in times of like depression and darkness. But the in between of those being like really dark and being like everything is amazing. That's when it's really the hardest for me to stay uh, like tapped in. I get that. It's kind of, yeah. Alana, how do you say her name? Ayana Vincent, Oprah's friend. Alana Vincent, yeah, you do. You guys know who I'm talking about. She's amazing. She has a book called In the Meantime that's just about, you know, the times when you're not up and you're not down and nothing extraordinary is happening, you know, 80% of your life. Yeah. <laughs> and like how to to live from that that place. And uh Can you also give me the cliff notes on that? <laughs> yeah, um basically she was saying that we always, you know, it's it's the things we've heard a million times like we're always working to this thing in the future that's going to make us happy and it's going to be this and this person and this job and blah 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 blah, but it's always going to feel that way. So in the meantime, why don't you just do these things? And I don't remember any of the things, but I remember being like, ah, oh, I like this. Um, I should read that. That's, yeah. I feel like that's definitely my very apparent uh, issue is that in the meantime space. Mm-hmm. Um, she also is doing a webinar this week on Ooh. the coronavirus. Oh, fuck. And like keeping yourself energetically safe from it. I love that. Anyway. Um, let me see if there's anything else in this book I'm going to share with y'all. I'm trying to think if you shared anything else really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just every single day share some amazing spark of knowledge from there. I mean, this part you guys have heard 50 billion times, as have I. But he does make it a pretty cool um, little drawing you can do where on one side of the page you write intention and on the other side of the page you write elevated emotion so intention and elevated emotion right write a little you know line down the middle and then pick five things and you do this for each different subject so let's say we do job so you'd write a j for job and put two squiggly lines around it (laughs) that represent the electromagnetic field you need to be vibrating at around yourself to to draw a new life to you okay so to change that electric magnetic field you have to meditate boo that's the bad news um (laughs) so he said here's the examples he gave pick like five intentions and intentions are just thoughts um whereas elevated emotions are feelings so here's some intentions he wrote down for his son's new job he didn't write them down his son did uh work from anywhere in the world that's going to make him feel empowered. Number two, make the same amount of money or more. That's going to make him feel in love with life. Number three, contracts for six months to a year. That's going to make him feel free. And number four, love what I do. And that's going to make him feel grateful. Like that. Okay, so you just figure out your intentions and the way you're going to, you want them to feel. And then you take those feeling states and you take them into the meditation yes. and the no zone, like where there's nothing. And you just kind of let them do their thing there. And I mean, he he shows so much research of people completely reorganizing their bodies, their lives, their cells, so their brains. My friend Mary, Chris's mom, mm-hmm. is a pranic energy healer. And she's, I don't know, she's into all kinds of shit, all kinds of wellnessy things. But she always tells me like she loves to give uh advice and anytime there's a pr- 
problem happening or like a goal that you want to achieve, she always says to not to focus on the goal that you want, but to focus on the feeling that it gives you like in your manifestation, not to focus on what it is, but how it feels and to meditate on that feeling like it's already happened envision your life like it already exists and your excitement and your joy and your gratefulness and all of those feelings. And that's how you change your energy to allow it in. Dude, I did that. I was living an Amish lifestyle when I was little. (laughs) I still can never imagine this. Long ass jean skirt, like dorky dorkerson, (laughs) couldn't watch TV, had no idea what was going on in the planet. And I was just like, I'm going to live a fabulous life in like New York or Hollywood. How would that even ever work? I woke up every day like excited for when it would happen. I love that for you so much. But I've stopped doing it now. Like I don't have those. I think that's like when you were younger, you were able to go into that no space, that no. You're just like dreaming without the the ego, without the expectation of all your old shit coming along with you. But also like not envisioning the path to get there you don't have to know how you're going to get there you just dream yeah that's another thing he says he says you worry about how you want to feel and you do not cannot will not think about how or when it will come to you because that ruins it and everything that's ever come to me has been in the weirdest fucking way that I could have never planned (laughs) <laughs> like meeting you and Chris. It was very strange. I actually feel like I also manifested you. I was like, I uh, want yeah. this type of person. I want someone who's like personal growth oriented, health oriented, growth oriented. Um, but also someone that I, that's not just into those things. Someone that I can like laugh with and play with and all of the things. And then you wrote us on Craigslist saying, I have a cat, which I specifically <laughs> was like, no cats. <laughs> And you're like, I'm going to write you anyways. I have this cat, 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 cats, anyways, cats. Somehow, for some reason, we met up with you because Chris is obsessed with cats. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it just came out of I could have never. Well, I was trying to plan so hard and like figure out what the next fucking step was. And I was like driving myself insane and about to go completely berserk. And I've told the story on here before, but I just think it bears repeating that like I, I had to move. I had put in my notice (laughs) and it wasn't working out. It's so hard to get a place in LA. It's insane. Like everything goes in a second. So we rented this house with no one to live here in a full panic. Cause I was just like, I have to have this house. I have this vision for the future that I cannot worry about the outcome. It will. uh, Thank God you did that. Cause yeah, this is our safe space, (laughs) Um, but our fortress, our fortress. I like, was panicked hit rock bottom I think I got sober the next day after this but yeah definitely hit rock bottom that weekend had no idea where I was going to move everything was so fucked up and then I woke up Sunday morning and I was like I this is I swear to god I thought I feel like I am on vacation I feel like I'm in a new place that I feel very feeling you described Cause I, it like felt like I did when I went on this retreat to France. That's what I was thinking in my head. I was like, I feel like I'm in France right now from that retreat. Everything was just really fresh and alive and new. And I wasn't, I didn't have that feeling in my chest. I was just like, oh, well, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I was super light. The marathon was going on. I was joyful and like cheering people on. Cause it was right by my house. Went to go get a soda. This was five minutes of feeling that way. Five fucking minutes. <laughs> 
of feeling not completely obsessed with the shit that goes on in my head. And you guys texted in that five minutes. Like, hey, we got your email that I had sent weeks ago that I don't even remember sending. Yeah, I feel like on our end, it was also really magical. It was just like, yeah, the email that came through was so funny and outrageous. And like, we're like, we have, this is the perfect person. We haven't met her yet, but I know, <laughs> I know it's going to work. And I, I, and the weirdest part is now that we're talking about this, I didn't know your old life. I only knew you in that moment and we connected. I didn't really know that much about you. Yeah. Um, But your old life isn't someone that I probably would have resonated with at all. Totally. And somehow manifested this person that didn't even exist Exist. into my life. Started existing the next day. That was was the night I went to my alcohol program and like started becoming more grounded. And now you're like the, I feel like you're such an amazing influence, always pushing and like poking and like just bringing up all the stuff that needs to happen. Mm. That needs to be practiced. Like all of the things like, whenever I forget you're always there to remind me not in an annoying way but in like a like that's the space that you're in that you can always be that's so interesting that you say that because I do not Chris told me that too and I'm like wow I just feel like I'm walking around a banana in one hand and (laughs) (laughs) screaming for my cat (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah I mean that's it's funny that that we are talking about this because I let go of how and when it was going to happen. And we just need to practice that more. I feel like that it's so frustrating. It's so simple. It's the simplest thing in the world. And why is it so hard to do something so fucking easy? It's, it's so easy and fun. Just know when, when y'all are meditating that I am right there with you. I'm doing it every night. I close my little eyes and I go into the (laughs) void and I fight with myself where I'm like, okay, stop thinking. This is the only thing you're responsible for. The only thing you need to do in your whole entire life is to stop thinking for just a minute. (sighs) I feel like I have a couple of tips. Maybe give me them. Um, She's been holding out on me. The times when it happens naturally for me, where I just kind of naturally go into that state are kind of from the book when he said he was sitting in front of the fireplace Mm -hmm. Like anything zoning in, out. Yeah. Anything in like nature. When I sit out on the patio just with some tea and it's just beautiful and I'm looking at the plants, I just so easily drop into it. Not even on purpose. Right. And then I'm just in a space of like beauty and just absorbing the sounds and the sights that are there and like the sun on me. Like actually just anytime the sun is there, I'm able to drop into that just feeling like I'm in my body and not in my mind and just allowing myself to be for a little while. Like any, I guess anything maybe that plays to your senses can really help you tap in. So maybe it's the sun Mm -hmm. or maybe it's a bath or essential oils. Anything anything to do with your senses can really like help block out some mental noise. Help you like really just get present. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to try all of those things probably at once. (laughs) (laughs) I realized last night, this is really poetic, that the moon is the sun for sad people. Oh, how cute is that? I love you, Moon. You're so cute. It was a full moon last night. We did a little releasing thing. Everybody remember full moons you released. Yeah, I really like the way you put it. It was from this little moon book you have, but it was you were saying uh, some things you want to release. And then in the meditation part of it was kind of sending it to the mood and allowing it to dissolve, dissolve all of those issues or problems or 
negative ties you have to that experience that you are trying to like release I yeah I I have trouble visualizing for myself because I think I have an ego block of fear around change and success or any of those things but I was perfectly able to imagine the like roof coming off and all of this stuff like almost one of those etch-a-sketch stuff like coming out of you and Chris and going up to the moon oh I love that visual it was so cool um I also liked in that book, she said it, there was a few questions that she had, like, what frustrates you? Who are you angry at right now? What are you scared of? And I wrote down, I'm scared of failure, like being rejected, being seen. As, Me too. Yeah. Oh, you wrote that down too? Just like making a fool out of myself, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, but, and then the next question is, but what are you really afraid of? And I wrote down, not doing what I was sent to earth to do is even way scarier than that to me and I never thought of that before wow you know so I, I love like, that question to just repeat the question basically but but really though yeah like, like get out of your what way really are you scared of and I was like oh shit like yeah that's scary to think of all those things but it's unbearable to think of not wasting your time here. yeah so that's something so yeah you know basically i'm on chapter four of this book you forgot to tell them the story about how you forgot the book then we had oh, to go get the book. shit so right now my car cannot pass smog it's so disappointing california sucks so much and has the dumbest smog laws so i can't drive my car right now and i took an uber to get my hair highlighted and i took this book with me and talked everybody ears, ears off and the whole place <laughs> for the entire 3 hours they did my hair about it and then just left the book there yeah megan came home and was in a full panic she was like the book <laughs> the book the book please take me there so then you had to drive me back it's kind of far but the she corona was like, do you mind i was like oh no you cannot live without that book megan <laughs> you were like oh no i cannot live with you not without having that book? book yeah <laughs> but the coronavirus scare there's no one on the roads there's no one at any stores there you i mean yeah it was kind of a apocalyptic yeah apoc- that it's very apo- apocalyptic here it's scary. yeah there was no traffic it was six o'clock and we drove to at night wherever we drove and there was no traffic at all it doesn't make much sense but Hopefully you guys are all staying safe out there. I'm sorry 2020 is kind of shaking out to be um, intense, but maybe that's good. Maybe we all need a wake up call, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Ingrid. I could talk to you up here forever. Um, I probably will for the rest (laughs) of the night. (laughs) Yay. But for the sake of our listeners, I'll wrap it up. Um, What do you want to leave us with? I think it's all about finding something that works for you to help you on your healing journey so yeah um, like individualizing shit yeah I'm I'm hosting a retreat obviously none of those things you're going to incorporate into your daily life like the whole retreat every day right but ideally in that space you'll take away at least one thing that you can just incorporate into your routine that will help elevate you make you feel more connected to yourself just a little more whole so just looking for those everyday simple things that you can uh, integrate into your life very simply, whether it's a glass of tea or maybe pulling a tarot card or making a healthy meal for yourself and just something simple that you can add. It's all about just adding little things until your life is like full of beautiful things. Not so much as not so much taking things away as just adding things that feel good for you. Oh, and they just slowly start replacing. Yeah. Well, I have a question for you, Ingrid. 
can we go down can we go down stairs yeah <laughs> can we go downstairs and make tea and read our cards yes perfect where can they find you on instagram uh i'm ingaroo like kangaroo i-n-g-a-r-o-o cool and i am megan granger we'll talk to you next week thank you Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.